0: Boom! Hello everyone and welcome to Fair Share Game Podcast Episode 7. I'm Jerry and this is Peter. We are your podcast today. I see our name tags are all messed up, but that's fine. We're just going to go with it. We'll flow with it.
1: You know, they get the picture. It's all yeah, good.
0: They know who we are. Um, how are you doing, Peter? I'm doing not bad. What about you? Not too bad. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's warm here for this time of year, so Bless. that's been wonderful. I went skiing yesterday and i didn't have to dress up and because usually wind chills just get you when you're on top of the on the hill skiing and for once it wasn't bad i wasn't cold once the whole day so i was just surprised
1: (laughs) wasn't pierced to your core
0: no exactly um but yeah no no it's 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 going good i'm happy to be here for the podcast we have an interesting topic that when we were doing live connection we kind of discussed a lot about as as frustrating and i'm sure frustrating for a lot of content creators out there but before we get down to that we have a few games to announce coming out this week or coming up this up next two weeks leading up to the next podcast Uh, the first big announcement i think this is the biggest one coming out in the first half of february is dying light 2 is coming out on february 4th um we're gonna be doing that pot that uh, that's actually one of our podcast topics coming up for next time we're gonna be playing that one together and seeing what we can make the best of their co-op mechanics and then we Looking have it. Crossfire X, which is a remake of the Crossfire for PC, coming to Xbox One and Series X, Series S on February tenth. And then Lost Ark is coming to PC. And that one I just mentioned, like P- Peter and I aren't like big PC gamers, but it just looked like a very interesting. It's a free to play MMO RPG that's that seemingly should produce a decent uh, quality game. Looks very interesting when I looked at the trailers for it. Um. So yeah, check that out. Free to play. How's it going, Aquatail? Glad you could tune into the podcast. Um. So yeah. So to get right to it, today's topic that's gonna make every small content creator fume because every a lot of big content creators have been like, "Hey, look, guys, it's so easy. I don't know what you guys are complaining about." Is is building a gaming channel or in general channels like content creation channels luck based or is it skill
1: based? like you said Jared this is something we've talked about once or twice for sure because you know it's every I think everyone wants to think it's just luck based because you know that's the nice easy answer it's not your fault it's luck you didn't get lucky whatever but unfortunately I don't really think this is the case I really don't I I, I was think I was thinking about it earlier this morning I was really giving it some thought and really, I think for me it's I narrowed it, it's like 70% luck, 30% skill. Or sorry, no, <laughs> vice versa. 70% skill, 30% luck. There you go.
0: See, and, and why do you so I'm kind of on the I, I feel like I'm I fluctuate depending on the genre of channel. Because mm. inherently there are certain genres of channels that will be much easier to build.
1: Right, like give, give some examples.
0: Well, uh, an example I feel like is if you're doing anything related to, um, like let's say I, I, I'll use an example because I've watched him for a while. There's a, a chemist on, um, I believe he's on YouTube. I think he's on YouTube. I've only followed him on, on TikTok, but he's on YouTube, I believe, and some other things called Doc Knock. And he has, he was kind of decent size, whatever, for like a small channel, like quite small. He's not huge, but he gained, a, he gained thousands of followers since COVID started because he was talking about science behind COVID. So this is where, to me, it becomes more of a, you know, that could be a skill-based, that's a skill-based thing, right? Like no one can just go randomly, like you, I guess you could, you could go talk randomly about it, I'm sure because it's such a popular topic. That you could probably get some traction from it but i feel like you know things that are important to the world if you're factual or if you're showing a skill or something i feel like those channels are inherently easier to to gain traction to because people usually go to youtube looking specifically for skill based things like how many times have you looked up something to help you do in your house or, or, or on, oh. on a on a vehicle, right? And how many times do you look that up, right? And you'll look at those videos and they could be the shittiest quality ever. Like zero zero quality whatsoever. And yet they have tens of thousands of views. The channel has tens of thousands of followers on it. And it's just like, you know, that's why I think I, I, I think there is a I think there is a kind of a split. I think depending on the genre the genre, it will be more luck-based or less luck-based
1: i don't know i don't you're definitely right to a certain degree like uh like to like uh, i watch a channel called legal eagle he does like lawyer reacts kind of thing so you know provides insights as a lawyer and then another channel digital corridor that does vfx artist react um so those are very skill based which you need that knowledge Mm -hmm. even to be able to do that type of content but uh i don't know because our focus is gaming I really think that it's mainly skill in that regard, just because of how saturated the market is. Like, you know, like when I think about it, like, you know, I'm a small channel making good content, let's say. I'm competing with like thousands of other videos, some being done on a professional level, to even get my video out there, to get it in, to have the algorithm rank it anywhere decent. So if you're a channel with bad content, I just don't even see there being a chance. Even if you get lucky, like, you need you need skill is number one in my opinion
0: okay and, and like what are we labeling as skill when it comes to content creation like are you talking like video quality are we talking about like skill in the game are you talking well, about
1: I, I think you kind of need to have be skilled in a couple areas not any specific but just have like you know like you said there's you could be good at games you could be good at storytelling you could be good at editing i think you need to be like a couple of these things not all of them but if you do a couple well i think that's where you start
0: okay and let's and let's use like a, a real i mean it's anecdotal but let's use a real like personal experience we did live connection for four years three I don't four years about it um and yes, okay, let's, let's scrub, let's scrub the first like two years, because I'd say our, like, yeah, I'd say our game, I, I feel like our, our entertainment value is there, but our overall, like, video quality and shit yeah. was not there. So let's scrub the first Ediocre two years at best. off off the table that doesn't exist. So now we have two years of live connection. You know, you and I editing a few other of the cast members editing, producing content, streaming content. And we still, with exception of Graydon having like five thousand bot followers follow him, um, not an
1: accomplishment.
0: We have we had negligible
1: growth. Yeah. No. uh, Well, and I think like we were only doing some things right, and we weren't doing anything unique. Like it was just very mediocre. If we had started doing this sort of the type of generic gaming content we were doing like five years earlier sure. That was a different ball game back then, but the bar is so much higher. I really think you need to have more skill in some degree, even just more thoughtful videos and stuff, thinking it out. Like that's what I think.
0: Yeah, no. And and I kind of, I kind of jump on par with you there. I, I think that, I think it's very, um, I, I think we were doing outdated content and we talked about that where it's like, you know, we grew up in the beginning of achievement Hunter and, a lot of those companies that did exactly the ty- kind of stuff we did but their stuff was only still successful for them because they were already well established and people were watching them right like no one like any channel you see try to copy their generic platform you do not see them do it usually it doesn't isn't done successfully there's a few times you'll see it done successfully and it's usually when one of those bigger companies goes hey we like what you guys are doing like, with Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth, I know they, they went around and, like, partnered up with a bunch of... Or, like, I guess acquired, per se, but, like, not in, like, the financially we bought you, but they, like, went around and got other gaming groups like that...
1: partnered.
0: Yeah. and yeah, yeah. And when that happened, those channels, their popularity boosted instantly. But you're automatically going to see that because you have a big channel doing it. And... But it, definitely, if you're just starting on your own, pushing out content like that, like let's plays really aren't a thing that people watch anymore like it's just not so, i don't watch them i used to watch them all the time like the the achievement hunters uh minecraft videos the original ones i watched so many of them like all every time one came out i was like yes another minecraft video i'm super pumped about this but like now like I don't really give a crap about watching how people oh. play through a game, even like full playthroughs. It's I, I don't even do that. I, if I'm looking for a guide, I'll literally just look up a written guide online and then just follow pictures. Right. Cause I don't have the time to sit there and like, I, I don't care to sit there and watch someone games. So I feel like, you know, anything revolving around playthroughs, unless you're already really good at it and you have a following in it, I think anything result re, res, or surrounding playthroughs or, or whatnot in in video production i think streaming's another ball game altogether yeah but in yeah. In, in video production on youtube or you know mixer is no longer a thing right Mixer's no it's gone. dead yeah,
1: yeah.
0: okay it's, uh like facebook video facebook um videos you can do as well i think those are, are a whole different thing i think you can still like those those together you can't do playthroughs or let's play I think they're dead Streams, slightly different because, you know, different crowds, people are there for entertainment and some people like to watch people play through an entire game start to finish. There's like a pretty decent crowd of people that will do that. And I know enough of like from TikTok, I know enough of small streamers that have done just playthrough channels that have done fairly well. And and usually I would argue that it has most to do with um, it has most to do with the fact that they're finding niche communities that jump on board and i think that's a big thing that that we need to kind of talk about when it comes to skill because i think there's also skill in being able to identify games to play because realistically if you look at it i don't think you can like unless your game either has like a really good community niche or or not like playing the popular games i think the more popular the game is I think the more luck it is required to grow a channel based around that game. So things like Minecraft, Warzone, Apex, things like that. I think because of how many people stream it, create content for it, I feel like those games in particular are more luck based in whether you get picked up. Whether that's, let's, let's, you know, if we're talking about streaming, not just YouTube, or I guess YouTube too, because they do YouTube uh, streams as well. Um... Look at, like, raids. Like, bigger... The, the only time I've really seen huge, like, exponential growth in gamers that do specifically those games, Minecraft, Warzone, and those, have been when a bigger YouTuber or Twitch streamer has raided them, right? Because, you know, when you get a raid from a big streamer, especially if it's, like, a Twitch partner, usually it's a raid of, like, a, couple, like a hundred to a couple hundred people, right? Like, there's a pretty successful streamer i know she's not full-time yet because i think because i until your partner i don't think being full-time is realistic just because of the fact that it's like i mean unless you do really good with merch because there's also some really shitty things about twitch partnership like there's there's streamers that are like twitch partnership viewership quality but they just can't get twitch to accept them as partners but that's that's a whole different ball game i don't want to really delve into but in general i feel like becoming a full-time twitch streamer surrounds the same parameters that surround being a twitch partner so even though smaller or mid-tier streamers you don't really see them being able to boost a channel as much so i think that's what my opinion is if you're doing a niche game i think you have a much more likelihood of getting a dedicated following but there's also issues that come with that which we found out with live connection when we were streaming certain games is we would find a really good game like we did mario maker and then, as soon as we switched over, because we couldn't do Mar- COVID hit, we couldn't do Mario Maker anymore. We had to figure out games to do. We lost every almost almost everyone that followed us for our Mario Maker.
1: Well, uh well, I you're right, but I think that's more. I think we lost the group dynamic being in person in that scenario. I think that was the bigger blow than losing Mario Maker itself. That's fine. but uh, in in response to like uh, your to what you were saying with like bigger games, it's much harder. I agree to you, but I think that's also, I agree to an extent, but I think that's also where skill shines, is in scenarios like that. So, the example I'm going to use is the YouTuber, his name is Wellen. Um, He streams a lot, He's mostly Rust. Rust is not so much big on Twitch nowadays, but it used to be huge. But that's not how he made it big. What he does is he takes his gameplay from Twitch, and he turns it into a story. He, turns, he puts a lot of storytelling and editing into the YouTube videos and transforms it into a whole different thing. Like, his YouTube channel is like, just gets millions of views on his videos, and it's just his Twitch streams, but he's doing it in a creative and really well-done way, and it's made a huge impact.
0: So, like... I've I've never heard of him to be honest. I so he I recommend him. so he does like almost like a narrated story while he's playing Rust streaming, and then it creates YouTube videos off of it.
1: Yeah. So like, let's say in Rust, let's say he's gonna go raid a base. So in he'll just you know play the game on Twitch, raid it, good. But then in the YouTube video, he adds like a dramatic voiceover, intense music, different styles of editing, that makes it a much more interesting and engageable experience.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So again, it's showing something unique and it like time consuming, but, but like, I, I kind of want to point it out too, like, how many times did we put more effort into a video to make it unique? And it didn't, we
1: never made anything as well done as one of any one of his videos. That's
0: no. fair enough. That's fair enough. No, th- th- I grant you that. But there's a lot of like successful people who have never done good quality period on like, anything except for maybe their comedy right like yeah there's but... there's some like obviously of like donkey who's phenomenal with zetting, just because he's i mean he's phenomenal he, he's he's got so many characteristics that aid in the fact oh, of how he's growth. donkey
1: is all skill honestly like yeah. donkey's channel anyone else running donkey's channel would have failed years ago
0: Oh, hundred 100 i i i the shit he comes up with on a daily basis it just blows my mind blows my mind how what he comes up with on a daily oh, basis yeah. so that's like that's a huge thing when it comes to that. i i can see what you're saying there that's fair enough oh. right.
1: I while doing research for this topic i have i found three things that okay. support skill excellent all let's right. hear it all right first one this is a small one mr beast believes it's all skill and he arguably has one of the best understanding of the youtube platform and algorithm ever so that that's one uh two i brought this up with you when we first talked about this topic is uh, ludwig he's made a couple of videos kind of demonstrating that it's not that it's skill rather than luck, he made two videos one in which he created a whole new channel and made one video to see how well he could make it do and the other where he made merch for no no brand name or nothing and just see if he could get any orders within a day both, both times the way he did this is uh, he used other streamers by uh, donating to them and then sending them the links to see if they'd check it out. That was his method of getting it out there. <coughs> and and he was successful with the, the video he made. Within four days, it gained 11,000 views and he got over 150 subscribers from it. Again, this is a channel, no liking, no promotion other than one donation, nothing. And with the merch, the merch he made was just a hat with like a... You know, uh, with the Twitch viewer little display, it's got like the red person and the number. Yeah, <laughs> It's just that red person and a zero on a hat. That's all it was. And under a day, he got like nine, ten orders for these hats. Just by linking it to a big streamer and being like, yeah. So he, just saying, if you're smart about it, it's really not that hard. Uh, I was on Reddit, and then my third argument is... Uh, I was on Reddit kind of looking to see if anyone else has done a similar experiment. And I found a YouTuber called Misfortune D- Days. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But uh, that's what it sounds like. Uh, they had a gaming channel with uh, 32,000 subscribers in January 2020. So, you know, they're a small street. They're small creator. But they, enough to know their stuff. So, to prove that it's skill, not luck, they made a new channel and uh, posted just one video. And then, quote-unquote, abandoned the channel. No promotion. Didn't watch any videos on the account. Didn't engage with the algorithm at all. So two months after v- posting the video, it gets hundred views. Three months, three hundred and fifty views. Four months, over a thousand views. With uh, in the video, audience retention rate of forty four percent. So mm-hmm. it was like a nine and a half minute video. People were saying till an average like four and a half minutes.
0: And that shows
1: it? what was it about? They didn't say. Just that it was a video. It's. I assume it's a gaming esque video. They said they targeted it to a certain niche, okay. so kind of like you were saying. Yeah. But uh, so it shows it was the audience retention shows that it's a high quality video. Okay. But so that's what I mean is that a high quality video on a channel that has nothing on it still managed to get over a thousand views.
0: Now, w- with the exception of Mr. Beast, I mean that that one that's pretty amazing. the the fi- The last one was pretty amazing. I do think yeah. it depends on like like it again. The ni- i'd be very curious what the niche they chose to target and like what the video's premise was i'd be very interested to know that stuff but like let's talk about ludwig so we had like a- we did have a conversation about this and i said to you i was like but there's a big difference between a sustainable channel and a one-hit wonder channel right because because I and and the the reason I say that is like when when youtubers did this because what was Ludwig's channel again, what did you say it was about? like what was his? I was
1: like uh, so what it was it was uh he did a video about another streamer called uh, Mistkiff. something happened to him where he covered like a story about him. it was something like that.
0: so there's kind of- a few things on that on that front, so again, a his entire thing was based off of utilizing another U- YouTuber streamer, right? Mm-hmm. In most per- people's circumstances, I would argue they would actually probably get in trouble from the streamer depending on what they were doing on their channel. I think
1: that's a stretch.
0: But I'm, I, I'd am i i be curious. So, so again, I, I'm thinking that's more of a topic-based growth. So they utilize someone else, excluding the donation aside, like that's fair enough. That's fair game promotion. Like go for it. Like if you want to promote to a... A streamer on their stream by donating they're not going to say no and they'll probably check you out like that's just yeah. simple as that right <clears throat> but the content on that channel i feel like the thing i'm more interested in is like if you want to make a channel about other people that's all fair game no one says you can't on youtube or twitch or anything like that that's like whatever that's if you're into that sure but to me a lot of the I, again the gaming niche channel we have no clue because they didn't uh, they didn't release like what they yeah. did and who they targeted and all that kind they, of stuff. They
1: didn't want to skew the results of the experiment by saying anything about the video.
0: Yeah, so so I feel like I feel like it's tough to like it's tough to comment on something like that because there's so many lights it's ambiguous. Like there's there's not really any information for us to go on there. But purely off of Ludwig's let's just put it there. I think the big difference with that is again if you're going to tailor, again, it's, it's a type of niche. They're tailoring people that talk about, like you have those guys on TikTok all the time that are like, that they're saying news that has been reported by every single person ever. Like uh, there is one, there's a one that's pretty popular on TikTok that talks about this uh, tribe. I think it's off a of South Island of Africa. Um, and it's like a tribe that is still like the government has like it's it's illegal to actually go on the island like that that it's the tribes island you don't go on the island and there is this one thing where it's like um they talk about how hey oh um um one guy went there and no one ever heard of him after he left the boat and that's not true the actual news story and the the historian guy talked about it is he went there preaching like god and everything like that and they warned him, like they had their arrows up and they were warning him to like, get off the island, like get off the island, blah, blah, blah. They were, they gave him so many chances. They did, fo- they did warning shots and everything. And then eventually they just shot an arrow and killed him. But the, the story was, the story was, is that they, they captured him and ate him. And that's what people oh. were, and that's what people were, were reporting on TikTok. And this is like a story that's been out for years. Like this got, this is not a new thing. It's, it's an old story. But people have targeted it. And of course, it's TikTok. People are like, oh my god, really? Someone did that? Like, holy shit. But I feel like, to me, I would be interested to see Ludwig do the same thing with like a gaming content channel. So like, like I don't know, create a gameplay clip reel or a highlight reel or, or something. Like a channel that's focused around what you would see as like a typical news streamer starting out today. I'd like to see him start a channel based around what the average Twitch streamer does on gaming side. Obviously, Twitch is enormously grown to everything. But on the gaming side, period, do exactly what a, like a typical young streamer would do and see if he could see the same growth the way he did it. Because that's, you don't think he could? That's, no, I don't think he could. Because, again, to me, what he's doing there is clickbait channel. Right, because you're talking, because uh, because he's gonna target a news article about someone. Talk about that news article, which means there's already flow of traffic there to that news article, and people love when it comes to news. I think that's one thing where people love to see what people have to say because they love to disagree with them. I don't think it was based on a news article. Just something that happened on stream. Okay, maybe that too. But I I, I still think that there's it's very like because we've I've seen there's tons of people that can do that. It's the same thing like if you make a how-to channel on Photoshop. Like how to do something on Photoshop or how to do something on Premiere and stuff like that. I feel like you could see generally pretty good video growth as long as your channel was like decent quality. Like as long as you had like okay re- like a, at least 720 resolution and I don't know, you know your your mic wasn't shit, right? Some of them don't even use mic. I know like Avnish Parker Uses the Google voice guy to do yeah, his yeah. his videos, right? So, you know, again, but but it's his quality and he's still successful. The videos aren't anything special, but he just walks you through how to do certain things, right? So I feel like, you know, like if you and I decided today, Peter, we're gonna start a channel on on Adobe products. And we're gonna be like just showing literally our channel is gonna be tips and tricks that we've learned since we started editing that will help the the amateur or rookie editor to, to edit things easier or quicker than than we started out. I feel like we could grow a decent sized channel just based off the fact that it's like a something people are looking for and will actively search out. And when something happens to a big streamer, people are searching it. Right? Because someone will be like, hey, did you hear what happened to so and so the other night? And then they'll search it. And then it's automatically going to come up.
1: But again See, but that's all part of the strategy, right? That's where I think the skill comes involved. But that's, that's all part of your marketing strategy.
0: But doesn't that all specifically come across the t- the genre? Are the 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 type of video that he's producing too? Like yeah. strategically the type of video he did there is perfect. It's 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 people are looking for that shit. Right? But if you're someone like that's wanting to do I don't know just stream a game, like I I I was streaming Apex and whatever that I was streaming. And it's like I saw decent growth on TikTok. TikTok's phenomenal. It's changed the marketing world
1: for for Twitch, like, stupid. In general, the marketing TikTok is a crazy place. Man. Yeah, like crazy it, place. I, I've
0: seen people go from zero to a hundred in like no time at all. Like that, it's it's a it blows me away how how successful tiktok how accessible tiktok has made popular or becoming popular online like it is it is crazy to me like vine did it pretty good like you had some guys come out of vine like king batch came out of vine which is it still blows me away how big he is now and he was like a vine start like he was one of the first big channels on vine wasn't he and something like it's crazy to see that. And TikTok's like exploded more on that. It's, it's like accomplished what Vine, I think their main, their original goal for Vine was. I think TikTok grabbed it and soared with it. Like it's out of this world. Um, so that's why I think like, I like the three things. I like the, I, like the, I, I think you're right. And, and it's tough but I think it's very specific to what you're doing. If it's luck based or skill based, I think you have to have skill period. I don't think you can ever be a hundred percent luck based. I I don't think you can because it's like, if you go watch a random video, right? Like I'm just scrolling through you. I type in a random topic and I just go, you know, I go to the filter and say, okay, start me at lowest views. And then I just randomly scroll through those and just like click a video. If it's really good, I'll stay and watch it, probably give it a like, whatever. If it's not good, I'll give it a view, but I probably won't give it a like. I won't subscribe. I won't do any of that stuff. So you automatically lose that, right? Because luckily, I decided to randomly put in that filter and put there. But skill-wise, you did nothing in that video to retain yeah. my my wanting to be there,
1: right? Well, it's like, what, it's like thousands and thousands of hours of content are uploaded like every minute or whatever. I, yeah. I can't remember what the exact stat is, but like... Like you said, just luck is simply not enough anymore.
0: No, you you can't just be lucky. And and anyone who says it's just lucky, it's like the same people. This is a big topic that I always find funny when people talk about Twitch. They're like, oh, because you're a girl, it makes it easier to become famous on Twitch. And I think (laughs) that's, that's I think it's such a bullshit statement. It's like, it's like some of the, I'd say majority of the largest streamers in the world are male. Like a majority oh, of them. Right? Yeah. So it's like when people say that, I always find it funny because it's always the people, if you ever look at them, it's always the people that have are lacking in that skill department when it comes to their content. Right? Like yeah, if yeah. you're not doing something well, it's not gonna grow. Like, yes, okay, maybe guys are simpletons, and you know, as soon as we see most like I'd I say straight oh. guys see a girl, they're like, oh, let's go watch the, the video, right? But like, they still have to have skill to retain that audience. Like that only goes so far. Yeah. Like, and and the same thing goes the other way. Like. You know, I, I think it's such a stupid thing. I think that's the, those are the luck based people that think it's all luck. And they're just like, they're trying to find something to pin it on.
1: Well, like, and another thing with female creators, like, sure. Even if, let's say that was the case. The amount of harassment and negative people that come in as well. Like it's gotta be like nullified. <laughs> like... The
0: skill not to rip someone apart on stream has is just enough skill to grow a channel. Like you don't even need yeah. to, you don't even need to go there. It it's it's probably one of the most frustrating things I see when I've been like watching new streamers go on there and they're like, well, the, you know, it's cuz you're female. It's like that's bullshit. That's such no, a that's such a dumb statement to make. That's such like a I tried one thing and gave up statement to make. That is it's yeah, just it,
1: yeah. It's grass is greener on the other side of the road. Yeah. People guys guys would do a horrible job like they don't know what it's. Like. I. I. I would. Hit, I can't even imagine. Honestly, I. I can't even imagine.
0: <laughs> no, and it's. Like, I like. I. I've been following a bunch of like small creators because you know, that's another thing is like creating communities of of content creators helps build a channel because you help each other out. You know, you rate each other. You help like bring new audience to each other, and I've watched a bunch of new young creators grow. Like Eliminator, who's who often checks out mm. our streams and stuff like that. Um her growth in like a month like she her that
1: subathon our stream yeah her, 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 her twitch her
0: twitchmas streamathon is a great example of like innovative dedication and like creativity because i don't know anyone else who does stuff who did something like that like i was watching twitch and i didn't see anyone once ever do something like similar to that they do like t- christmas streams or like you know, here's an episode for this, or like, here's a Christmas giveaway or something like that. But it was like a hard start to her channel, you know, every single day streamed for so many hours, different game every day. And then now she's doing a bunch of Minecraft stuff. And again, doing a series in Minecraft. So it's just like, there's, again, skill base there where it's like, you know, unique content, create a different plan, Just planning, honestly, like. Yeah. And and that's where you see it. Like I've seen a couple of them do that and it's, it's great. Like I saw one that you talk about it. My recent follower or our recent follower on here, bra fairy, she was, she's one that I I watched a video and she was literally just making a gingerbread house. There was, it was nothing special. She was just making a gingerbread house and chatting with whoever showed up in her stream. It didn't really, it was nothing like there was nothing inherently special, but there's some comedy there, some like comments, you know, the mistakes that people always make when they're, making things like gingerbread houses there's things like that i i think you know those little unique things you don't see very often i f- i feel like especially in gaming content creation i feel like new streamers get way too caught up in a trying to be the best at the game because i'm sorry unless you're like yeah everyone can be good at a game but unless you're like in esports you can't really say yeah, you're the best not, at a game Yeah, not
1: everyone can be proud,
0: no and it's like like, I used to, it was funny, like, I got to the highest tier I, I could in, mm. in, in Rainbow Six Siege, right, and I watched the esports guys, and I was like, man, I'm not even fucking in the same realm of possibility, and I'm playing at the highest tier I can get in rank, but I'm not, they're way beyond what I could Live do. Live
1: and breathe the game.
0: Yeah. So, like, when you look at that stuff, unless you're there, like, I feel like too many small streamers are like, well, I'm going to show my Apex montage of my kills and shit like that. And it's like,
1: that's not... Big what... in Fortnite, too.
0: Yeah, and it's like, everyone does that. You need to do something unique, something with that content that's not just gaming clips. My best content for, for my TikTok was not my gaming clips. My gaming clips were fillers. They were, I threw them in there to appease the tiktok gods of content creation and their algorithm that they have but like my best videos came from like there was one um oh i forget the comment that it's a comment that uh, valkyrie makes in apex when you're just sitting there and she's like i like my women like i like my something and then it's just like you make a comment and eric there's just a hard cut pause and eric's like i like my women like i like my uh something and he's like I've, I've, never, I've never had that. And it just is like, it was perfect. It's like great comedy. It's one of my best videos up there. And it's just like things like that. Like people like those kinds of moments, right? It's like moments that are just funny or, you know, people let themselves out. I, I think you can always tell when a creator's being superficial. And I feel like that comes in the skill base as well as like not being superficial. There's a skill in being yourself on camera. Right, because I feel like it's it's very hard to be yourself on camera. I think it's very easy to try to be something you're not, and people can
1: see that. Like the, it's well, it's see, obvious. Well, yeah, like the people who are at the best at their jobs make it look easy. Yeah. And it's that way. That's why people are like, "Oh, I could be a Twitch streamer. I could sit here for six to eight hours a day playing video games. That's easy." When yeah. there's actually you know a lot that goes into it.
0: Well, and, and DJ Artemis is another one I've watched since pretty early in her like I'm not early in her streaming. She she was smaller. She's really like blowing up. Like she did a subathon and it was just stupid. Mm. She did a twenty four hour subathon, and she her her popularity went from like went just just skyrocketed after that. Yeah, and she's another one where it's like you can just tell how genuine she is being herself on screen, right? And and. Skill. I, it is like it, i i even we had we've talked about that through all of live connection we talked about that of trying to be genuine and there were times where we struggled being genuinely ourselves like the best time in live connection you could see us genuinely being ourselves was our short videos that was genuinely being ourselves when we were playing games online a lot of the time like we had a hard time i feel like being genuine and i think that's like that's something that comes into it. I I think that's honestly, I think that's one of the biggest skills you can have being a content creator is genuine being yourself, which is funny because you think like it should be as easy as like, just, you know, Hey, I'm here on screen. Look at me. I'm being myself, but it's not, it's, it's a lot harder to do that, especially when you have influences like achievement hunter, or you have influences like other big content creators that people watch. You try to be like them, but it's like, they're already big, they're already them, they don't, you being them isn't going to necessarily make you big, it might, you know, there's always like a a chance that what you do is going to work, but, but yeah, no, you know, I, as we've been kind of talking about it, I agree, I think it is mostly skill-based, I I do think that, and I think it, you need, I do agree with you, you don't need all the skills, because no one ever has all the skills, even the best creators in the world, or have like maybe three, four skills they imply implement into their videos. And that's their skills.
1: They hire everyone
0: else. Exactly. (laughs) Like, like you you have to have those things. And then there is some luck, right? Like you need a little bit of luck on your side where it's like, you know, Oh, maybe one video just gets a really good break and that video. And then people are like, Hey, I like this guy. And then, or this, this person, this street, this content creator. And I want to go check out their channel and see what else they have on their channel.
1: Well, actually, that's a, uh, one thing I was going to bring up is like, you know, live connection. Once again, our two most popular videos, I think, are great examples of skill and luck. So the first most popular is that grounded stream <laughs> highlight. I think it yeah. was nothing but luck. That, yeah. that one there is just nothing but luck. It just happened. It's got 10K views right now. Somehow in the last 48 hours, it's almost got 100 views. I don't know who's watching this stuff, but thank you out there. And our second uh, most popular video is uh, fixing the code of Alien Colonial Marines. I think a lot. I think that's a more skill based video, just because you know thought of the idea, implemented to fix it. Like it, it, there's more steps in that, and more thought that went into it than I would say most of the videos we made. Yeah, where we just sit down and play games. Well,
0: and, that, and that's it right there. Like, like the, again, I love those. Examples. Those are great examples because it's so true. I mean, look at our, uh, look at our. Um... Me and you did a did, uh, what was it? Vault the Vault vids. Oh yeah, yeah. Long yeah. time ago, in in high school, and this is a great example of like I don't think there's any really any skill involved in this video whatsoever. The video quality was shit. It was just some random fall One time there was Skyrim gameplay in the back. It didn't even have to do with Fallout. And then and then we had like a subpar like intro. Like there was nothing in the video itself that stood our mic quality was trash. um, But it got thousands of views. Like, what is it at now? It's got to be close to like 5,000 views on that video.
1: Something like that. But yeah, it's just for the time that was A, more normal. And B, there's just so much less competition out there. So much less saturation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and, and the big thing here too, and I kind of think this is important where people get caught up as well nowadays bring content creation is they pay for everything of the best right away and i think that's a big mistake people make i mean you know i'm i don't have any experience being a big channel or content creator but i you know you watch enough content creators to know that not every content creator has the best camera not every content creator has the best mic like a lot of them start having pretty similar like a lot of them have the sm whatever mics that they use and then or SM57s or something like that. It's a, it's it's a, it uses, it's a good, it's a high-end mic. It's pretty expensive. And then they'll use, like, some, some of them will use DSLR cameras, but there's one, uh, there's one channel called, by a guy, his, his deep-voiced guy. And his is funny, because, like, he does a lot of streaming tips for people. He'll, like, show little things you can do in, like, OBS or with different third-party apps that can link to OBS or something like that. And he'll give tips, and his camera tips are great because he uses a C920. That is oh, his streaming yeah, yeah. mic. He's a he's a fairly large streamer. Like he's big on YouTube and he's bigger on, on Twitch. And he uses a 920. He doesn't have anything special. His mic is decent quality. It, it, it's like nothing out of like the price range of the standard person. But the amount of people I see concerning themselves, like Muscle Hawk, he pre- he preaches that he has the best camera on twitch which okay. it's it's pretty fucking am- he has a 10k camera because he's a videographer he's he has he's a videographer um in his like his actual job like he's a, he's okay. he went to school okay. he's a trained videographer so he like knows how to set up lighting he knows how to set up his camera and it is amazing if you ever have a chance and he's live just go check out it for a quick couple seconds his like video quality it is phenomenal it, it, it like the clarity is just crazy on him and but everyone's like everyone always asks him it's really funny in his chat they'll ask him what's your setup i want to get a setup like yours and every single time he's like you don't need a setup like mine he said here's some like good alternatives that are in a better price range for people that are decent he's like my setup is like 10 grand you don't need to spend 10 grand as a starting streamer on stuff like uh, my argument is is like if you're a starting streamer put a set set aside like max like 200 bucks and get some equipment to start streaming like get a decent camera you don't even need a camera there's so many channels now that grow without video, without like face uh face cams that you don't really need it right that's actually become a bigger thing where people are like hey let's do a face reveal right all of a sudden when they do yeah, have the yeah. money to do it because people start following them and i think that's something big but but again it's that, it's that You know, this is where I say people worry and think it's so much about the the equipment when they should be thinking, okay, what skills can I implement into my content creation to grow it instead?
1: Personally, what I think is that like, you know, you're streaming for a while, you're not seeing a lot of growth, you want to fix the problem, I think a lot of people's first reaction is to throw money at the problem <laughs> through equipment or whatever because yeah. A, it's easy. It Spending money takes like no effort and it could fix it. I'm going to buy a better overlay. I'm going to buy a better camera. I'm going to buy a better mic when you don't actually need these things. Of course it helps, but that's not the bare, that's not why people are there. That's not the, the bread and butter of your content.
0: One, well, a lot of these bigger streamers who are successful and have these cool overlays and these cool things they didn't have that when they first started. Like, oh. MuscleHawk's an exception because he was a videographer before he started. So his camera and lighting, he had all that prior yeah, to He it.
1: didn't do that for the stream. No,
0: exactly. And, and I think that's, that's a big thing. Like, when people look at it, like, I remember there was, I forget which streamer it was. It was someone I used to watch, like, back in the day. They're huge now, but they, back in the day, they were kind of smaller. And they used, like, shit cameras and fucking trash but their content was great like they were funny it was it was unique content and that was what I liked about it and and it wasn't until he started getting um money from like subscribers that they that he started like saving up for equipment he'd even do like streams where he's like hey you can donate tell me buy a better this you don't have to and I really like that when streamers are like you know we have a donation thing here if you want to support us but you don't have to like don't like And a lot of them don't like it when, I mean, I think this is bullshit. Whenever you see a streamer and they're like, oh my God, why'd you donate 30 subs to me? It's like, you're not actually mad about that. You're fucking, you're (laughs) blowing up inside going five times 30 is, it's, oh my goodness, right? Like you're, you're, you're just huge about it. So I just find it funny when people get mad about that kind of stuff. But I'm like, you know that you're super happy they did that.
1: I'll never do that. I'll be fully transparent. Thank you for your money. Much appreciated.
0: <laughs> this is why I said, Peter, you should stream because I feel like that'd be fucking perfect. <laughs> like it's such like a, a black and white personality yeah. trait. It's awesome. No, yeah. you'll be right to the point with it.
1: Oh, new audio Oh, device. oh boy, uh, what's going robot. On here? that's not any skill right there.
0: Yeah. How's that? Is Are we okay? Right, there we good. go. Back
1: to normal. All right.
0: Um, yeah like i I don't think you're people people need to work on skill in different areas like you don't have to be the best video producer you don't have to be the best entertainer for that matter you just have to be good at a few things and work on it because people are drawn to people like that right and it's like donkey didn't his first video compared to his like newest video is night and day skill difference like Like, people have to understand, these big content creators didn't start out as big content creators. Yes, some of them are big because the time period they got into it, there was less people. Thus, they had more discoverability with with less effort to become discoverable. But that doesn't discount the fact that, you know, there are big content creators that are growing in
1: 2022. Yeah, it's just... Different trends, different, different is a different time doesn't mean it's not still possible.
0: Yeah. And there's always something that's lacking in a, at some point in oh, every industry. Yeah. And if you can find it, if you can pinpoint, I, I think that's partially sk- the skill right there. That's like that 30% skill you were talking about. If you can pinpoint the thing that is missing or the thing that's desired, but people don't know it's desired yet in a, in a mm-hmm. genre, you will Old explode. Mine. Like, it doesn't matter. You will explode and you will be ever forever known as that. Like, if I say to you, Peter, if I tell you Let's Play, do you think of anyone else other than Achievement Hunter when I say that? Right. There are tons of popular channels that are big channels that do Let's Plays, but Achievement Hunter will forever be the original Let's Play channel. Right. And everyone knows them for that.
1: Well, and just like uh, like PewDiePie and his like, starting with horror games, Amnesia and all that, he was the one who really unveiled that genre and obviously grew a good bit from it.
0: Well, and even when I did, I did one horror game. I did that. I forget what game it was, that one horror game we did um for fair share visage. visage yes i did that one and that also was very popular for me like it oh, i had nice. i had a bunch of raids for it and people loved it i was pissed off because it's such a complicated game to try to stream and like <laughs> remember clues so like i'd forget every time i forget what the hell i did the last time or i'd forget like what was going on and i just get lost but no, I, like, it, it is about finding some stuff, like, and I think that's, that's a big part of it. I remember watching a, a YouTuber a while ago, um, like, before, like, back in Live Connection days, and he was a small YouTube channel teaching people how to make YouTube channels, and just because, well, just because people thought it was humorous, he somehow grew it,
1: like, oh, it was, like, a satire thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and, and I've seen that on, I saw that recently on TikTok. A guy would do like, like for Twitch, he's like things streamers should do and you should do right now. And it'd be like the things you should not do. It'd be like, it'd be like, make sure that you have the shittiest quality camera you can possibly find on the market. And he lists like a bunch of cameras that are like a dollar USB cameras and stuff like that. He's like, people don't want to look at your face the entire stream. They want to see a, 8-bit version of it they want an 8-bit face cam in a 1080p gaming stream that is what they want and and he grew it like that and and perfection there was it was funny because there was people in the comments that were taking him seriously they were like are you kidding you're stupid all this stuff and i was like man you guys are totally the the point of this content is just whoo right over
1: your head on what he's going for here because that people are searching for that stuff people want to people are always looking for the answers so yeah
0: and and it adds humor because everyone does the same boring thing it's like you guys should do this or it's like you you see this a lot with the tiktok specifically um and i think a little bit on youtube shorts now that youtube shorts are becoming more popular as well which is actually something i wanted to quickly touch on for this one before we ended on this because I think we've agreed that it's, skill, it's mostly skill-based. I think that's like a, a, an agreed thing between you and I is that it is 100% mostly skill-based. Um, always an aspect of luck, but I'd say, yeah, 70-30 is a pretty good split between like skill versus um, luck. But there is an, there's, there's other people that are trying to do the same thing. And it's funny when a trend starts, how many content creators try to jump on this trend. So I saw oh, a lot yeah. of I saw a lot of like smaller like small mid tier uh, Twitch streamers that would stream to like let's say average viewership of like five to ten okay so not huge but like decent size enough to like start seeing like a financial gain from Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that um and every one of them every single one I saw did here's ten tips that I should that I didn't know about when I started that I think you guys should know about when you start. And it's always funny because it's just like to me, I've seen this video 25 times. Cause it doesn't matter who you are, most beginning content creators make the same freaking mistakes. And that is just how it is. Yeah. Because that that's just how we are. Like like you y- you're gonna make the mistake of like okay, you know you know, self-promoting where you shouldn't. I think someone, everyone's probably done that at some point in their career when they did it. We were lucky enough because we did it when we were doing vault vids. So it's like, it was like (laughs) self-promotion where we weren't supposed to do it, but it was back in a day where no one gave a shit about that. So it was like, okay, fair enough. No rules. But, and then it was like, um, you know, have a stream schedule. And it's like, you can say that, yes, I know e- I know a decent amount of streamers who have zero stream schedule who are just as successful as people who have schedules. I think that is a def- I think that is an arguable thing. I think it's I think it's more important if your content's uh, not higher quality, I think it's more important to have a consistent stream schedule. I think if your content's higher quality, yes, yeah, people are going to follow you no matter what times you stream as long as it's reasonable. Like obviously, you know, I'm at work from 9 to 5 or 9 to 4 depending on the day. If you're streaming while I'm at work, I'm not going to be watching your stream. I'm not, that, that, that's not going to happen. Right. But if you're, you know, if I'm at home and you stream, I will. But I'll go watch VODs. Right. Like if people I really like, if I really like them and it doesn't, I don't really care if they have a schedule or not, I'll go watch their VODs after just to see their stream. Right. So to me, like, I, I think those videos are kind of getting to a point where it's like, you know, you know what, fair enough, jump on if it works, it works, jump on it for views, jump on it for exposure, but again, it's just creating, pretty soon, that's not going to be viable, because it's going to be something everyone did, and everyone's gonna be like, oh yeah, what is, what is, uh, I don't know, I'm just looking at a title, Valorant Fall Guy say about, uh, <laughs> fucking, um, his top three things he shouldn't have done as a new streamer, or something like that, so, like, so
1: uh, well, I was gonna say, I know on TikTok you did that, you did a couple trends that like did pretty well. So, I like, How would you relate I'm that to like what you're saying? So,
0: yeah. I, I, f- oh, fuck, what, what trend did I say it you, was? You want to
1: be your friend or something
0: oh, like that? Oh, yes. Okay. So, I did a trend, I did the trend like, like, um, I, I have a question for you. If you, any of you like whatever, whatever it was, you'd like list a bunch of things on your screen. So, I listed a bunch of games because I'm a, I was a streaming, like, Getting trying to get into streaming at that time. And I was like, if you like any of these things, I have a question for you. Can we be friends? And I was just blown away. I was mad about how well that video did. Because I was like, it was one of those things where I was trying to like, I was, you know, you play around with the algorithm, you try to figure out what is working here and what's not. And it worked. And it pissed me off that it worked. Like internally, I was just like, you know, I'm happy that so many people were just, you know, it was a very welcoming community of people. Like they all want to like, you know, game, they're there to game with you. Like the amount of times I got people's gamer tags or like... Just everything, it blew me away. And it wasn't that that made me mad. What made me mad is that my better content did not do as well as this trend did. That is what made me mad when that trend video did well. And, oh, I just... Like, there's something to be said about doing trends just for views. Like, there is literally something to be said about that. Because it's there's nothing more frustrating than when you do a really high-quality product and it does nothing. It is so yeah. defeating to a content creator when they put their heart and soul into a product and it doesn't do
1: well. Oh, yeah, like, like if I were to ever start making content again, it would probably be that type of content where I put a lot of work into something, to be proud of it, to get to a level where I, I'm i thoroughly happy with it. Uh, but then I I would know, I, for sure, at the beginning, at the very minimum, I'll put it out there and nothing will come. And that that's that's frustrating. It's discouraging see so here's here's something that's like a side
0: question then because this is what because you and i've talked about doing something with fair share for quite a while with like doing our own thing separate right since live connection closed down and is there something to be said so now the big thing is you see a lot of individual content creators the amount of times you see a group a content creation group come from new isn't very often like a lot of the content creators that I see on TikTok, I don't think I've seen one group of creators together, like like a group like like Achievement Hunter or like we were with Live Connection. I do not see that on TikTok anywhere that I've because uh, I, my, my, I have two TikTok accounts. I have one that's more my health and outdoorsy stuff. Um, and then I have one that's like my gaming that this this stuff. And my gaming one is so into gaming that nothing else pops up in my feed. It is streamers and that is fucking it. Um, so like I'm pretty deep in that algorithm on that side and I never see a gaming group show up. So like my uh- thoughts of this is like because you talk about that. It's defeating like you put your heart and soul into it as an individual content creator. Is that the benefit of possibly having a content group? Because you could have someone who just loves making trend videos. Like, they just love to do it. They do all the trend videos on there, and they get you views. They get the channels, tons of views, and push them towards the good content videos. So that's why I think, like, is it possible that group content creation is now returning? Because it kind of went away there. Like, group content creation was big and then it started to disappear. You started to see more individual streamers come onto everything.
1: Well, honestly, I think COVID definitely had an impact on that too.
0: Yeah, and, and I think I think that's something where, you know, cuz I've told you how it's like I have switched like fairshare this is now fairshare gaming channel. This is this is the fairshare gaming channel. It has nothing to do with no good guy Jerry Twitch channel. It's fairshare gaming channel. You know, I will stream all the stuff fairshare that we do and then this podcast and then whatever we do on 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 TikTok. And it's because I simply on my own, I couldn't keep up with it. I I couldn't. I don't have enough time in my life to to dedicate towards just content creation. Like I don't the thing is like you don't want to come from work and then just content create. Like and some people do and I think that's amazing and they deserve to have like the popularity that they get. But that's why I think group content creation is where it should be when it comes, or is is more accessible. If people are struggling with TikTok, creating a group content, I think is, is the next step. I think that's where the future of like people who are struggling with TikTok is. Right now, you can see the people who are dedicated and you can see the people who aren't, right? And TikTok, from what I've, my research that I've done, which could be wrong, I don't know enough about TikTok algorithm, but just based on like what a lot of like people are seeing with popularity of videos and views and stuff, you need to upload on average three videos a day on TikTok for it oh. to explode. You can Ouch. have you can have one-hit wonders. Like I did, obviously. I never once posted three videos a day. I think the max I did at one point was two videos a day for like four weeks. And it was just like, and this is where I said to you, I've talked to you and Graydon about this, is like I was just putting out video after video. There was no skill involved. They were all luck-based videos. It was just gameplay that I was putting out. It was nothing else. And then occasionally I dabble in a little video that I put more skill into or I did something specific. So that's why to me, it's like you almost need a group so that a, you can maintain the ridiculous demand on it. Because I feel like you can tell when a streamer is wearing out as well. And young streamers, I feel like small content creators are bad for burnout a, because you're not used to it. And B because when you're a smaller content creator, it's hard to start out when you don't have anyone watching your stuff. And, and it's hard when you see like these massive, like you go on these content creators, like DG, DG Artemis, for example, she doesn't have to carry the stream. The stream carries itself now because she has like 20, 30 people watching her every time she streams. So like her entire stream is her mostly trying to keep up with chat while playing a game so she doesn't have to carry the conversation she doesn't have to like force reactions in games or anything like that like it's just flows.
1: it's become a group experience
0: yeah so to me it's like it and that could be part of that skill base where it's like gathering group like a group of people who can truly help and like work together i think honestly if you had a really strong group of people that you know didn't necessarily dedicate time to being like full-time on any of these platforms, but dedicated enough time to be like, you know what, I'm going to create videos for this this week. Or it's like, oh, um, you know, we're going to release one really good quality video on YouTube. Let's do some promotion for it on TikTok and do some random videos on TikTok while well, you're editing that. And I think you could see, I bet you, you could see without the burnout, without the annoyance of like the group ment- the group aspect of it, I bet you could see a really good growth on something like twitch to youtube and and uh and i think that's a skill that would be interesting to explore is to see like is that true because i think if you grow yourself on tiktok you can grow yourself on any of the other platforms because you can just funnel everything to like youtube or twitch
1: you think so I, i'm not sure how much uh retention it gets i've no i'm not really on tiktok so i can't really so say but a generally... lot of
0: a lot of people what they end up doing is actually streaming on tiktok at the same time they stream right. on twitch and they'll push people to their Twitch stream.
1: Mm. So, but you can't do that as an affiliate or a partner. You can. As long as, uh, you're, uh,
0: as, long as you aren't, as long as you are not, because you, you can stream it on your phone and just have it live. You don't have to react or comment to that chat. You can have it just live. So an example of this is, <clears throat> I mean, take the content as you will, because it's not the content we're ca- talking about, but it's a good example of this happening. Um, Sheep King does this. He's he's a he does he does debates on like hot topics. It's not like gaming content, but he does debate on on hot topics. He originally started on Twitch and now is on YouTube. Or sorry, now he streams on Twitch, but he also streams on TikTok. And he gets okay. hundreds of viewers on average for every single Twitch stream he does. Hundreds. He's going to acquire partnership within like I don't remember what the baseline duration of time is that you have to be streaming for them, but I guarantee you, like he has the viewers and the subs and everything. Like he has he has everything but whatever their designated time of streaming on TikTok or on Twitch is. Yeah, yeah. And he's streaming to both platforms. So huh. I think you can as long as you're not like trying to interact too much with both platforms. I think as long as like some people will just put like tick, they'll they'll show themselves streaming on Twitch. With their phone and like, like say I put my phone on the couch there, and then I was just gaming here, they would just have the camera facing them. It would have nothing to do. So people could see their their streaming. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it's and it's stupid how many times I've seen that work for people. Like it's 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 stupid. Like I've seen people grow their channel. Like that's actually one of the biggest times people see growth on Twitch is when they're streaming on TikTok, showing themselves streaming on Twitch.
1: Weird. I never thought to do that.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's just an interesting mentality, but I don't know.
1: Be- being willing to explore and find opportunities like that. I I would label that under skill for sure.
0: Oh, 100%. And I think that's why we say like skill isn't just about like can you ed- edit a video? Can you entertain someone? It's about like everything. Like what group of skills are you bringing to the table? Whether that's maybe yeah. you literally in itself a group of people that are bringing a bunch of skills to the table. Like I said to you many times, our lives, our shorts, our, like, YouTube, our LC shorts we would always do, would have been the perfect content for something like TikTok. Yeah. Like, it would have been the most ideal content for TikTok to explode our channel. Like, it, it would have been perfect. And I think, I think you could have seen it. Um, so it would be interesting to see if a group dynamic like that would, would work starting from scratch on something.
1: I definitely see it could between like a group of people making not the, like uh, different types of content, whether whatever that may be. And then, you know, once every two weeks they get together and do play a game together, whatever. And then like, let's say once a week, like when they're reacting on content or YouTube, they make sure to watch every group member's most recent YouTube video or something like that. Yeah. It's just as easy as that. That'd probably be enough to do it.
0: 100% and all pushing all to the one channel. So you funnel yep. everyone to one and then just split it from there. You could see huge growth, I think. I, I bet you you'd, you'd see your group you'd be very popular quite quickly with what your content is, as long as you incorporated some like good quality videos, some funny things. Like try to diversify that skill set so that you could reach and make a very broad audience to to watch your stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I honestly I think so so in that case, like what is the big if you're if you were to grow a channel like to, to finish off the stream here, because we're running a little bit long on this one, to finish off the stream. What do you think the most impo- important skill to you would be for a new content creator? <clears throat> I Actually, would say let's, let, let's let's make it a little bit easier. Let's do let's top three skills you think for a content creator. Top so well just for just for Chad and I'll make this a separate video as a little clip as well. So I'm asking what are the top three things you would recommend? a content creator starting out in skills that would that you think would help them grow and not be so stuck in that luck based mentality
1: i would say passion is a big one both being on camera and then having the motivation to be consistent and to be energetic i think that's that's a major plus especially for someone starting off I would add some form of production skills, whether that be your video, edi- video editing on YouTube or good making sure your settings are high quality on Twitch to make sure it's a nice, clear viewing experience. I, I think that's another skill someone should definitely have. And then probably, I-, I would say creativity, being willing to try different things and not worry if they fail. Yeah, I, I would say those three.
0: No, yeah, no, I like all three of those. I think they're they're really good. I would agree with the I agree with the um uh oh uh well, I can't think of the word now. You just said it. The production? No, uh the other one. Uh passion. The
1: passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I agree with passion. I think if you lack passion, it's view it's it's noticeable to everyone who watches your stuff. It's people very... don't want to be
1: like, hey guys, look on my stream. <laughs> like you don't want to see that.
0: <clears throat> nope. I think I think a skill in entertainment in any aspect is important for a new content creator. I think that's, and that kind of kind of falls with production, I guess. They're kind of one and the same thing in, in ways. I'd say production's more like the, the uh, tools you're using. I'd yeah. say entertainment's more like what you bring to the table. So whether you're comedic, whether you're, you know, stoic. Like, I, you know, sometimes it's kind of funny when you watch someone who has zero emotion to reactions and stuff like that. Like, there's a place for that.
1: You're talking Um, about how brah, brah fairy had dry humor and how that you found that added.
0: Yeah. And then, and then, and then she'll like do that and then occasionally switch up the video and then she'll be like all of a sudden really like humorous and non dry humor. And I'm just like, Mm. she keeps you on your toes with how she's doing it. I think it's really good. And then I think like another thing that's super important is just, I, I think it has to do with like, be again, you're saying willingness to like try new things. I'm saying willingness to try different platforms and see what works. I think people get too stuck on the fact that Twitch is technically the easiest one to make money off of for everyone, because like, can I'd say TikTok, but Canada doesn't have a, a doesn't have a um a uh, what do, what do you call it a uh, creator fund or creator whatever creator fund. Is. Whereas the U.S. does. So if it had a creator fund, then I'd say TikTok across the board everywhere has like the best way to make money quickly. But I feel like people will go like, oh, I can make money on Twitch, and I think that's a big mistake is like just going off of that because youtube i I watched a video the other day where someone took some advice from a guy from muscle hawk that he gave him in his stream and said go check out you know he posted his the same video on tiktok and youtube shorts and his youtube shorts video got twenty thousand more views than his tiktok video did and it was the exact same video so youtube shorts is actually might be doing something that a lot of people aren't catching on to with regards to like what it's actually bringing to the table. So, <clears throat> to me, it's like it, those would be the three things I would say with regards to create new content creators and getting the most out of their content. I think that's super. Yeah, important. yeah. But
1: and well, and and another, so one small thing about shorts. I know it is another way. It's like TikTok is that <laughs> the payment is next to nothing.
0: Yeah. I think I was reading somewhere that it's like a hundred, like a million views on TikTok is like a hundred dollars is something like that. So it's like, like, you know, when you look at that and you're kind of looking at how much you'd have, and I'm sure there's a threshold before you could actually start making money. I doubt you, you probably have to have like your first million view video to start making like real money something. or something like that.
1: Like but, I know uh most critical, he recently, a couple weeks ago at this point, he made a video where he just, he literally showed the analytics on like his shorts channel. How it do does and like one like a t- of kind of the example video he used, it got four million views and he uh, earned twenty dollars from it.
0: Wow, how defeating would that be <clears throat> to yeah. like get something back like that?
1: I think you're right. I think YouTube is like trying to really push shorts, but there's there's sadly no money there. But hey, it's a good way to at least get your name out there, just like TikTok. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean. That's, that's pretty much our, our topic today. But again, we, you know, and, and we said this right in the beginning, you know, that's 70-30. Peter made a good point. 70-30, I think is an appropriate little kind of ratio for skill to luck. I think it is 100% more luck based than skill based, um, especially for retention and longevity of a channel
1: or skill based and luck based, right?
0: Yeah, sorry, did I say it the other way around? Yeah, you yeah, said my, the other way bad. around. Just sorry. To clarify, skill yeah. skill based and luck based and I think that especially when it comes to longevity of a channel and and like yeah. quality of a channel. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um if you if you're stuck on something and you're not being able to grow, try to figure out what it is. I think that's the biggest thing like you know go around see what other people are doing and be like okay well why what did, i'm doing similar but what are they doing better than what i did if i'm doing a similar type of video and kind of look at those things i think that's important when you come to building a gaming channel and it's stuff that you know when we were doing live connection i wish we we, we tried doing some of that stuff but we didn't do it enough i don't think we like diversified enough and you know there's something to be said about a group dynamic making it very hard to come to decisions on things
1: pros and cons of everything
0: there we go. I think he's doing it again. Cutting
1: in and out there.
0: Yep, I know. It's just doing its thing. It's my mic. <laughs> mic quality. Um, yeah. <clears throat> no, so I I think that's the biggest thing. But but yeah, no, we we appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, for any of those who stopped by the podcast today, uh, the podcast will be up on uh, Spotify in the next day or two. Uh, so if you missed out, you can definitely check it out there if you need an audio version of it. And then yeah, we hope to see you guys in future uh, podcasts and videos. Uh, thanks for coming.
1: Thanks for listening guys. See
0: ya. Bye.